Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We do have uh, the boys of summer in spring training, Grapefruit League, Cactus League. It's been unseasonably warm down in Florida, and it was really enjoyable and it's super enjoyable, particularly on the weekends, to be out and about. I was on before uh, the Twin Spring training game on Saturday and then on after. So, Shaletta uh, had the day off. So, I was on between 11 and noon. And then the Twins game took over, ran some errands, had the ball game on. It was actually pretty pleasant. And then Sunday wasn't bad early in the day until that uh, snow moved in. But... Uh, Spring training is is good, and it'll help us uh, get through the uh, coming snow event later in the week. By the way, uh, Twins had the day off, and it's it certainly is a welcome break. They they get back uh, at it against the Orioles tomorrow. Kenta Maeda will be on the mound, and it's like uh, all things Twins and MLB is Dan Hayes, who covers uh, the Twins in the major leagues for the Athletic. Dan, good to visit with you again. I hope you're doing well. well hey, thanks for having me on, Steve. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to start, instead of getting into kind of what, what the roster will look like, etc., um, so far, so good for the pitch clock. There have been some instances that have been amplified on social media where someone got a base or uh, you know, there's a base on balls, etc. But, but generally, uh, game in, game out, it has tightened up the games, hasn't it? It has, and I, I think that's a, a good thing. I, you know, it's going to take a little while for people to get used to it, and I'm sure, you know, Actually, the numbers have been up so far, um, TV ratings-wise, just because of the curiosity, I'm sure, involved with watching the pitch clock and seeing how guys handle it. Um, But there's going to be a whole new wave of fans that get introduced to it, you know, in April when the season starts or the end of March here when the season starts. And people are going to probably be a little up in arms about it for a little while. But in the end, they're going to see that they're going to bed a half hour earlier And I think they're going to be like generally, I I would hope that they are appreciative of the way the games just seem to move along so much faster now. Um, And yeah, there, there's little incidents here and there, but guys are going to get used to it. And um, I've, I've seen people online rail about how careers can be impacted and how much it can mess up things. And, And there's, some truth to that without question you think you know I, I grew up a big Giants fan San Francisco Giants fan and uh, Matt Williams used to love to kind of um, bite his sleeve and and like step out of the box and bite his sleeve two or three times 
and and it was his process. Um, can't really do that too much anymore. But the thing is, these guys are all extremely good athletes, and the the top ones are going to figure out how to make do with it and succeed. And in two months, we're not going to hear about it nearly as much because. You know, everybody will get used to it. Uh, you talk about a big population of players that are in the league already who have dealt with it for years in the minor leagues. Um, the older guys are kind of getting phased out. Sure. They're, they're, you know, and so I, I would bet more than 60% of the population has played with a pitch clock at this point. It's hard not to have. I've, like, I, I just think that it's not going to be as big of a transition as people make it out to be. And, and in the end, if the games really are 10 minutes faster, even if it was five minutes faster, that's great. But if it was 10, 15, 20, um, I, I can't see that being a bad thing for baseball. Yeah, it, move it along. And then I think beyond that, if the shift uh, allows more balls in play or the larger bases, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I, I, I don't think we'll be able to get as good a read on that over the short haul. But, you know, the pitch clock, and, and you make a great point, starting this in the minor leagues, and I think pace of play, you know, all the way along. So when they get into the game, and realize that hey, part of this game is on the clock. We we got to keep it moving, and it all gets back to the simple premise. And I've talked about it over and over. And a lot of people who love the game say the same thing. Let's go. Um, yeah. It, 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 let, let's let's kid out the, the the fooling around and the stepping off and um, the, well, and, the and adjusting the equipment. You know, I, it's to- that that stuff totally makes sense in some ways because. We have gotten so process oriented. Uh, you know, the, the industry guys go through their process and they get mechanisms that, that help them get ready for the next pitch. And there is a lot. There's a mental side that will be impacted to an extent. But at the yeah. same time, you know, Sonny Gray said it best. He's like, I'm not going to be thinking out there. You just go, you get the ball, you go. And maybe you cut down on overthinking. And, you know, velocity, uh, there have been studies that show it. I think the Tampa Bay Rays were last year asking their pitchers to wait almost 30 seconds between pitches because it allowed them to recover and be able to throw at closer to full velocity. Um, when you have 15 seconds, pitches are the, the speed of pitches should go down because of that. Like there, there's you know evidence to that fact that guys won't be able to throw 99 or 100 on back-to-back-to-back pitches because they just can't recover. And if they are, those guys are the super freaks that can do it no matter what. Um, but it should have a lot of different impacts on the game. And frankly, anything that gets people paying attention to baseball is a good thing for baseball. So I, I think that that's uh, where that we should start and kind of adjust. And we'll see how it all goes and plays out. And um, the shift is really interesting and the, the lack of shift um, you know, we saw it, I think it was Saturday, Joey Gallo, maybe it was Friday, Joey Gallo batted the Red Sox brought one of their outfielders into short right field and played with two outfielders. Yes. And that's fascinating. You know, I mean, we're going to see so many different things happen throughout all this year. It's, it's going to be a really interesting season for baseball and will it be perfect? Probably not, but you know, that's how you adapt, you adjust and you figure out what's right for the product. But Faster games, I, I think that's a good way to be going. Yeah, and it, it, it all it all gets back to putting the focus back on the fans and, and making it more interesting for the fans. You, you look at 
and it, it's been talked about over and over, but worth bringing up again. Good one in an NHL game, they drop the puck at 7-10. Barring overtime in a shootout, game's probably wrapping up around 9.30, 2 hours, 20 minutes. Same thing with an NBA game. In NFL games, you, you can almost set your watch by the fact that you know, noon kickoffs probably going to be done right around 3 o'clock. I mean, be, because of, you know, television and the next window opening up for the for the late game. And then Major League Soccer uh, continues to grow in popularity. 45-minute halves. I mean, that that's really getting down to pretty tight, you know, two-hour, two-hour, 15-minute uh, time commitment with, with extra time, et cetera. So, I mean, in, in reality... MLB's got to think in those terms because they they are competing with many of these other sports at various times of the year. Yeah, absolutely, and and not finishing extremely late so that kids can watch. I mean, look, if you want to grow the game with young people and and get young eyes on the game, um, getting games over in a relatively uh, normal time is not a bad thing. Um, so again, I mean, look, I do get why people are up in arms about parts of it because I, I really love the mental side of the game. I love that that struggle and and to see people try to figure it out. And you know, there have been a lot of great hitters who have taken their time and and just walk around and figure things out. Um, and it's just fascinating to see how they kind of adjust to this, but. You know that younger population really is uh, is is already adapted to this in the minor leagues, so it shouldn't be too difficult for the majority of the league. And you know there will be there will be some outliers, some some older players. Max Scherzer, it's going to be fun to see how he handles this whole thing. Um, but you know, I, I think it's just good for the sport. Danny Hayes joining us from the Athletic, covers the Twins and the Major Leagues, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Going into the spring training, there was a great deal of optimism on how the offseason had panned out and the moves that the Twins had made. Uh, depth, veteran starting pitching seems to be a positive. But early in spring training, and it's still early in March, uh, there there are a number of players that still haven't, gotten into game action the twins are taking it very slowly with some players working them into the mix uh i i think front and center is byron buxton they're being very careful with buck uh alex kirloff is another one yeah and you know between them and and jorge polanco all three yes. guys were sort of priorities that they said look uh, you know last year it was 24 days of spring training after the lockout ended. And that was, um, well, I would say that was a disaster. You know, I mean, it just, you, you rushed guys. Um, I, I wonder if some of the injuries, like I, I wrote a story about Sonny Gray today. Um, when he got traded to the Twins, he had been throwing for four days at that point. And, and because he had been ramping up and had um, a setback in his his build-up program and had to shut down for three weeks and he essentially started i think the monday the the lockout ended on the thursday i think it was march 10th last year was the thursday um he started on march 7th throwing and he got traded to the twins on march 12th he had already told the reds after the lockout ended hey we're gonna miss the first three weeks of the season um it's just how it is I'm, i'm i'm behind i haven't even thrown and 
you know, you, you look at it and basically he came to camp with the twins. He did not tell them and he somehow pitched um, the second game of the season. So he was basically working on throwing about 26 days, 27 days at that point. Um, This is the beauty of this spring training. It's back to normal. It's the first normal one in three years. And the twins really want to make sure that Alex Kirloff, Byron Buxton, and Jorge Polanco are at their best. And given the injuries that they all suffered last year, I mean, Kirilov had the the doctors intentionally broke his wrist so that they could shave down the bone so that it wouldn't rub against the other bone. This is the most drastic surgery a guy can basically have. And so they want to do everything they can with him to make sure that his wrist is fine. And so far, everything's been good. You know, he's not going into the training room complaining of pain there's some residual sorenesses that he's dealt with but that's something that he's been told to expect and and he's in a good spot right now um so they're letting him basically strengthen everything around and get used to it and they're taking their time and with byron buxton coming up knee surgery they want to do the same thing you know he's been active he's been running he's been hitting but they there's just no you know position players that it's a lot easier to get caught up than pitchers. Pitchers really need the six weeks. I think that position players could probably do it in three to four. And I, it's just a smart plan. I mean, Jorge Polanco is not a guy who really complains about pain ever. Last year, he had knee pain. You know, he always, he played through an ankle that caused uh, him to have surgery two years in a row, uh, the previous two off seasons. He played through it no problem. And and basically, he was to the point where he could not play on his knee last year. So they, they look at all three of these guys and how important they're going to be, and there's just no point in rushing it. You know, they, they feel like give them two and a half, three weeks, and they can be ready. And, and who knows if Kirloff is going to be opening day. They might break him in really slowly um, because this really was the last gasp for his yep. uh, surgery. There's, there's really no surgery that you can have beyond this. So, you know, baby him, take care, like get, get him as strong as possible. And I, I get the theories behind why they're taking their time with these guys. And, you know, you have six weeks on the calendar. You might as well use all of it. Well, Dan, good to visit with you and uh, get caught up. Uh, hopefully we can do it again uh, before the end of spring training. Once again, a day off for the Twins. They're back at it with the Orioles tomorrow. Kenta Maeda in Fort Myers. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.